blisters bubble as you clutch a red dragon. A bearded woman punches from behind her flagon. Dead bog all around, you're sinking in the sand. An important contract turns to ash in your hands. Every day for lunch, you eat boiled goose. Maybe you'd like a side of cauldron juice. So you, four, plus the NPCs, for those at home, non-player characters, just witnessed something a bit catastrophic, really. Thousands of dragons pouring from the mouth of this portal out into your home world, your planet. This brass pedestal is in the middle of this broken room. Uh, you can still hear the loudness of the dragons grow quieter and quieter as they, as they go away. Ewan says, What did you do, Rodos? Yeah, no kidding. What did you do? Rodos, what's going on? And he's standing by the pedestal, and he looks back kind of sheepishly. And he says, I I I'm sorry, I, I had to. What did Master Sor say about this? Ewan turns to you and says, Master Sor never wanted this. Rodos doesn't say anything, and he looks at you. Is somebody like near Rodos? Like, what is he doing? Are they gonna bitch slap him? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I imagine that you guys kind of backed toward the door from where you came just because of this, like, immense, like, physical presence of these dragons coming in. Like, it would have been pretty, pretty terrifying to behold. And Rodos stayed toward the middle of the room at this pedestal. Real quick, I need some context. So, are, were there not, before this event, dragons existing on this planet? Uh, go ahead and make a history check. Uh, okay. Guess what? I finally found my dice. Oh, they excellent. They were right where I looked, and I just am totally blind. Likely excuse. <laughs> you caught me. I'm not blind at all. 16. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it would be uh, part of the lore of the world that dragons are definitely rare, um, but they are they exist in, in this world for sure. You know, most people want to stay away from them because they're nasty. <laughs> they tend to be nasty. They are great hunters, and, you know, you know there's some magic associated with them. But they're they're kind of rare. Yeah. Okay. okay. Apparently question. not anymore. So this is actually kind of like a general gameplay question. So does only Tim know, like, only, does only Tim's character know that, or do all of us know that? Make a history roll. Only Tim's character knows that. <laughs> Your wow. character... <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow. Uh, I just saw one there. Your character has a, a bit lived a sheltered life, not read a whole lot of books, okay. we'll say. Do you live in the equivalent of the Utah of this world? You, you would have heard... You would have heard of... You definitely would have heard of dragons as a concept. Uh, but, but like you, only vague as a really, concept, you got it. You probably don't care <laughs> whether vague. or not they exist. Like, that's really the truth. You don't care. It's not totally relevant to you. It is now, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have been enlightened. <laughs> he knows nothing. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, look, a dragon. 
I would like all of you to make a perception check, please. I'm not even going to bother. I'm a negative one. You should. We'll see what happens. Oh, look. Well, you know more than I do. Before I perceive crap. anything, I want to grab Rodos to make sure he's not running away. You would have to make probably an athletics check to run over to him because you're not right by okay. him. Uh, 15 for my perception. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got, I, I got nothing. I see nothing. I rolled a natural 20. Okay. You're the first person to hear people cheering, and it's coming from outside this cave-like room. Cheering? You hear, you hear a couple of, you hear at least a few people clapping and, and shouting. And then... Xander. Xander. <laughs> That's my name. We didn't forget your name. Uh, Xander, you hear it too. Tam maybe doesn't really hear it until you all see... I'm still a little shell-shocked is all. Sure, yeah. Three figures... Walk down from where the cave, uh, where this building kind of collapsed, it opened in the desert, and you see three figures in black climbing over some of the boulders. They seem super happy. They're like laughing, and they're kind of chatting with each other. Did Rodos betray us to those people who were in the black that attacked the monastery? Rodos, did you betray us? One of them shouts down, You're in! You're in! I can't believe you did it! And another one says, oh, What did you do in Master Sore? How did you how did you get rid of him? And Rodos turns to look at them and then back at you guys and starts to back away. I run after Rodos to grab him. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. I'll go ahead and let you move and then make an attack roll. Oh that's gonna be then that's gonna be an eight. Okay, so you run over and he moves quickly behind this brass pedestal, which kind of gets between you and you're not able to grab him. And as you kind of stop into this brass pedestal and touch it, the top brass plate that covered the gem slides open. You and Rodos make a grab for it. Make a dexterity check. If you can convince me of using one of your skills, I'll let you add your skill. The closest thing I can think of being at is acrobatics. I'm not even going to try making an argument for that because I'm just fried from work today. So we're just going to do the dexterity <laughs> check. Okay, well, that's going to be a 10. You're not having the greatest start okay, to your day here. It's not over. You're a little, uh, little out of it, dazed. Dragons. Yeah, I mean, that, that is my excuse yeah, here. Dragons. Lots of dragons. You rolled a 10, but you get there a moment before he does. And you grab onto this fist-sized purple gem, and as you do, the inside brightens. It's like shining out purple light, and you kind of twist and pull it off the pedestal as he grabs at where your hands just were. Uh, Right as that happens, one of the black figures says, Forget it! Definitely think like Pokemon Team Rocket, okay? (laughs) The three of them take off their hoods, and they say, You'll never beat Dragon Club! Oh boy. Oh. Oh boy. Oh boy, this. Oh. <laughs> How creative you are. They take off like the top layer of their clothing and they've got like 80s looking vests on with huge shoulder pads. Oh dear. Nice. Like, how can I take this seriously? Uh, they've got little. Maybe you're not supposed to. <laughs> they've got little uh, crests on their like uh, where their breast pocket would be. And they're like, hand over the jewel. Explain what is going on here, otherwise, I'm going to break it. I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Ooh, nice. 
I rolled 15. And I rolled a 12. 19. 20 total. Does the crest on their chest look like anything in particular? Can you describe it? Yeah. It looks like a stylized dragon. <laughs> oh, boy. I figured. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's this, also this crazy old man who's, like, watching this whole thing and looks very happy uh, from, from last time. He seems harmless. Kosif, what would you like to do? The dragon brothers pull out any weapons, or do they just, like, show that they had armor? Um, You don't see any weapons yet. Okay. I want to move to block off Rotos and give him a nice stab in the thigh. Okay, you want to go up to him? Yes. I want to get in between him and the exit where the other people are and okay. stab him. So like on the north and west sides of the building, the building walls have collapsed and it's a huge opening. Okay. Sun is shining in and sand is kind of flowing in. On the west side, you have the door you entered through. There's nothing really but wall on the south side. Brass inlay all over the floor and the brass pedestal in the middle. Uh, kind of on the uh, northwest uh, side, is that's where the portal kind of is. Uh, and the portal is still intact. So you're going to run up to him, and uh, between Rodos and the exit are these uh, Dragon Club members. So you would be going up next to them. Oh, they're already inside the room. Yeah, they kind of climbed over these boulders to get inside the room with y'all. Gotcha. I thought they were still outside. In that case, we're just going to go for it. I'm going to be like, hey, tell us what your plans are or else. And I want an answer now. And if they don't give me any useful information, then I'm going to attack the nearest one. They laugh at you. <laughs> All right. One of them says, Cocky teenagers. Kay, you want to tell them? Kay goes, Nah. M, you tell them. And M goes, I can't believe you guys don't know about the prophecy. You haven't heard the prophecy? That's what that big brass thing is in the other room. It's a countdown clock. Today was time. And Rotos helped us out. We're going to bring all the dragons back. It's still your move, Kosa. So wait, there, that wasn't all of the dragons? There's still more? They laugh at you. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to attack the closest one. Okay, so <laughs> you would have to move past Rodos to do that, and he would be an opportunity to attack on you. Uh, isn't he, like, trying to grab a gem right now? No, he, he already did that. Ilya's got it. I mean, Xander's got it. If he takes an opportunity attack, can I take an opportunity attack on him? No. <laughs> Alright, fine. I'll go with the original plan, and I'll stab Rodos in the leg. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. With my dual-wielding weapons, I rolled off. 17 with my short sword, 16 with my dagger. Both hit. 9 with the sword, and 3 with a dagger. Okay. Oof. He, uh, he screams out as you poke his legs. I poke him. Poke! <laughs> He's a tender little flower. <laughs> this is what you get, Rotus, when you unleash destruction upon the world. Tam, it's you. Alright, I am... Where am I in relation to everything? So, on the southwest side, that's kind of where you are, in the southwest corner of the building. Mm -hmm. Pedestal's in the middle, and Rotus is on the opposite side of the pedestal, and then the Dragon Club members are on the other side. Run, I'll run and uh, beat the crap out of uh, Rotus. Okay, so you move up, and you... Swing at him, what, with, yeah. uh, what do you, what, what do you oh, got? I got, I got a, I got a battle axe, so I'm gonna, yeah, You could tackle, tackle him. No, to the well, ground. I do have pretty good strength, <laughs> so I guess I could do that. tiny torp body out of space. Uh, it's, it's up to you, what do you want to do? You want to tackle him? You want to attack him? I guess I'll tackle him. Okay. Tackle him to the ground. Go ahead and make an athletics check. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. Um, so it'll be a total of 18. 
Okay, yeah, you you full on football slam him. Football slam, guys. And you both to the ground and slide five feet, and you are now both prone, and you've got him uh, around the waist. Around the around the waist. Um, roll one d four, and it hurts him a little bit. <laughs> a tiny, a tiny hurt. He okay. his head. Ewan, uh, he he says, "You morons! I can't believe you did this!" And he like starts to cast a spell and cast magic missile at them uh and it hits them and it go hurts. Ewan, go Ewan, go aziza what would you like to do i would like to put myself between the pedestal and the portal to prevent them from attempting to go through the portal uh, it closed it closed as it closed yeah after this pouring of dragons it it shut off and it closed so it's not it is not active it's a stone ring once again okay I would like to attack one of these. The, the okay. Um, are you going to move first or are you going to make a ranged spell attack? I'm going to make a ranged spell attack. Okay. Which spell? I guess I'll do magic missile also. Um, so do you want to spread it among among them or deal it to one? Oh. There is a tall uh, elf man, a medium human woman, and a short dwarf human. Or woman. Dwarf woman. I would like to spread it between all of them. Okay. So go ahead and roll 1d4 plus one each time. And let me know the totals. So, so two five two. Yep. Okay, you smack them in the face, and they look annoyed. Xander. Okay, so you've got the the purple orb I, in your hand. I've got the purple orb in my hand, and I have Rodos in front of me on the ground. Correct. Well, kind of. So the pedestal is in front of you, and then from the side, Tam came and slam tackled him, and they and they slid on the ground. So they're both on the ground. Okay. Kind of. Is Rotos is on his back? Yeah. They're kind of like on his side, maybe. Side, back. Is his back towards me? No. It, so He's facing you. Tam's back is toward you. I'm going to hamstring Rotos. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to run up and make an attack on him, you also have a chance of hitting Tam because they're entangled. Sorry. Got all tangled up. I'm just letting you know. If you're going to slice and dice. In all fairness. You're going to pull out your daggers <laughs> or, your, or poke him with a rapier. Like, she's right there. They're like... They're like one tangled unit. Oh boy! But she's a dwarf, right? Mm-hmm. And he's definitely human. A human. Mm-hmm. And are their legs? Do their legs look different? <laughs> she tackled him. <laughs> it's the heat of the moment. If you want to try to stab him, go for it. I'm just letting you know the risk. <laughs> Think about what you would do in that situation. What Xander would do? Right, would Xander I... stab anyway. That's really the question. <laughs> You want to be asked. Yeah, Zan- Xander would not stab anyway because his intelligence is a freaky five. Okay, then maybe you run around them or leap over them to attack the other dorks. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Rodos what the hell is going on. And if you don't tell me, I'm going to break the crystal. Um, and I believe that would be persuasion, right? Go for it. He says, no! Okay. Let's see what he says next. <laughs> and that is a 20 here. He oh, yeah. he shouts, don't destroy the crystal. Don't destroy the crystal. We would all die. If you threw it on the ground and it cracked, we would all die. And he, I don't know what information he could shout to you in like a couple of seconds, but he would maybe say, that's that's what we have to do. We have to activate all the portals. All five of them. Five. Okay. And we need the gems to do it. What do you want? Don't, don't break it. We'll all die. Why would we all die? The Dragon Club members, K, L, and M, they run up uh, and they try to pull Rodos out of your grip, Tam. I would like you to make a strength saving throw. Oh, 
Okay. Nine total. You're able to push away L, but K and M drag him out of your grasp. L says, now they turn into smoke and blow away. The smoke blows away with the breeze. Ugh, at least we're gonna have to face them again. <laughs> How do I learn that trick? Seriously? You hear Jane shout from beside you. And you look over and she's holding her stomach and there's smoke pouring from it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Does she have the same wound Master Sore had? She goes to her knees and she's like clutching at her side. Okay, okay. well, I'm running over there. But, uh, <laughs> what's going on with her? She's, she's like opens her hand and it's just like black smoke pouring out of Ooh. her stomach. She's like, what, what happened? Is there like a... She tips over and rolls onto the hard, cold ground. She's still clutching at her stomach. Anybody want to do anything? <laughs> well, is there a way to like check in, like an intelligence check or like... Go for what it. What would you do to yeah, figure out I'm going to do an intelligence is. check on yeah. this bad boy. Because this is a little bit disconcerting myself. Is it an intelligence oh, check? Or what? Or is it I'm going to let like you choose what check? kind of check you like make a... and I'll tell you what you know. Okay. I want to make a perception check. Okay. Mine is an intelligence check and it adds up to the 12. Xander, you've never seen this kind of wound before. But you get the feeling that, like, you shouldn't touch it. Okay. Yeah, I rolled an 18. I, I don't know. I guess intelligence. I don't really have any other bonuses that okay. work for that. So. Um, you recognize it as the same kind of wound like Aziza did a moment ago. Uh, this Master Swords wound. And obviously these, the Dragon Club, they shot something at her or got her somehow. I bet that's what they have to do to move. Like, to disappear like they do. You you know from your intelligence role, you know that somebody needs to act quick to if you know you want her to live. Mm-hmm. Is it going to help if we cover it? But we don't like what to do. What role did you make, Mars? I only made a three. Uh, adds to a seven. You have no idea. Okay, I have no idea. Kosif? Not medicine's not really my strong suit. Uh, Sorry. Uh... Ewan Ewan goes no no no, and he gets down by her and pull and like kind of opens her because she's like curled up in the fetal position and moves her hand away. And you can see it more clearly. It's like rippling and just pouring smoke. He's like, what what should we do? What should we do? What caused this? He casts sleep on her and she immediately goes limp and it's still smoking. And he goes, "Uh, I I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know magic. I don't have magic or anything uh, like that. I'm not touching this Can we give her a healing potion? (laughs) Would the power of that like counter the effects, does anyone think? Do you have a healing potion? Yes. Well, you can give it to her if you want. Did anyone want to respond to my question? <laughs> He's smirking. <laughs> Apparently we don't care about her life enough to not waste resources. Make a <laughs> make a medicine check. <laughs> yeah, you guys suck. Make a medicine check, Kosef. I'm an agent of medicine, so I'm not touching this. Uh, yeah, you, you think the, the potion would help for sure. Okay. I plus I have plus four medicine. I should roll two what? probably. I didn't realize this until I was looking. I was like, wow. Ziza, come on. I know. I'm Use, your skills. Use your skills. Yeah, I got no skills. I got nothing. That I've, I I'm in negative one medicine. If I touch <laughs> okay. this thing, she's going to die. So I rolled a 19 and I have plus four medicine. So I'll give her the potion. Uh, so you uh, pour, you, you grab the potion from Kosef and you like tip it into her mouth and like hold up her neck and get her to drink it. And you would know enough that y- you think that pouring it onto the wound directly would actually help. And you do, and it, like, sizzles and and bubbles. 
when you pour it on and this potion is like, it's got to be red, right? It's like a health potion. It stops smoking, but the black hole is still there. Uh, you you guys seem to have stabilized her for now. And she's like in a coma. Right, now, she's still asleep. Of. Yeah, sure. Okay, she's asleep. Still, she's yeah. asleep. Let's get it, let's get the fuck out of here real quick. Can we yeah, even the oh oh I forgot to mention this uh, retcon the crazy old man who was in the room with you guys also disappeared in the smoke with the okay. dragon okay. club. Okay. Um, wasn't too worried about him anyway. Yeah, well, um, like a... tying up loose ends right there. Boy, glad you guys got the gem. So yeah, Ewan says. Okay, well, I know maybe a quicker way to get to one of the cities. Uh, back at the monastery, I mean, it's burned down, but I know that Jane and Master Sor were working on uh, a kind of toy, I guess? They were like big kites that you would go uh, over the sand dunes. Uh, and you'd like surf along the, the dunes with these giant kites. <laughs> If they aren't touched by fire, we can use them to get to either White Hills to the south or Firelight to the uh, east. So I think our first step is to get back. Well, how long does it take to walk to any of the cities? Like, what's, like, the Uh, the fastest? It would probably take, like, two days in the desert to get to the coastal one Mm -hmm. and three days to get to the southern one. Versus, like, if we go back to the temple. If we go back to the temple, well, the temple is between you and the south city anyway. Because you're north of the temple. Or the monastery, I mean. You're at the temple. That's right. Yeah. Um, monastery. Yeah. So the monastery is south anyway. And it's like an hour walk. Hmm. Okay. But somebody has to carry her. Ewan's like, I I don't have another option. And we also have Master Sword's body to deal with, too. Well, we're in the middle of the desert. We need to get somewhere. Yep. I agree. Let's go grab these sand kites. There's there's something I know how to do and I'm actually excited for. I can help pilot one of those. Okay. You guys clamber out. Instead of going back through this nasty dungeon, uh, you guys clamber out of the same hole that the Dragon Club entered through. Probably Tam, since she he's strongest. Yeah, I can carry this. Carries um, Jane. Jane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we want to do with Master Sore? Ewan's like, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with leaving him. He's a nice guy, but we've got stuff to do, and... I think we should at least cremate his body. Maybe a dragon can breathe fire on it? I have <laughs> you, do, you have a, do you have a pet dragon around? Ewan says. I think we've got a few thousand do you, ha- do you happen to know something? Don't remind me. I have firebolt. Yeah, don't one of you have a fire spell or something? I do, yeah. Okay, so you guys go back to the entrance, and it's the same... Xander would have never seen this yet, but there's a, like a cliffway... What's it called? A canyon. There's like a canyon... And you guys get back around and walk around to the canyon, and, and in the canyon walls carved uh, the temple face. So you guys go back in there, and you don't really have time to do much more than a hurried goodbye. Uh, Light him a flame. Mars, I guess you burn a spell slot to unceremoniously, and you, you leave him uh, in the temple. His ashes will join the desert that he loved. <laughs> Sorry, Master Sewer. Oh, that was great. You guys take the hot trek back. Uh, it's desert in the morning, so it's not as hot as it could be, but you guys walk back. Xander, you've never seen this before, so you wouldn't know, but the rest of you, it's kind of a devastating sight in the daylight because the monastery is just in ruins. This beautiful, well-made monastery is practically burned to the ground. It's pretty sad, yo. Ewan's like, all right, come come over here. And he like, there, there's like part of a wood structure still. You like guides Tam and you set down Jane like in, in these kind of like burned ashes next to something that's a little bit less burned. 
he goes over to where the, like, underneath where the student rooms were. He, like, lifts up a floorboard, and he's like, yes! And he opens this, this chest, and he starts to pull out these, like, big white sails. And they, like, spring out, kind of, as he pulls them out. Is there anything else in this vicinity? Make a perception check. Nice, 18. You hear roaring. Oh, goody. Uh-oh. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Get, Did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, alert here. Kosif, make a perception check. Making a check, making a check. 14. I think I have a bonus. Yeah, 14. You feel wind behind you and you turn, and the Sphinx followed you here. Oh. And kind of nods in recognition of you, Kosif, mm. as she lands to watch what you guys are doing she like our our i nod back observer person now she's just following us around make a perception check in there <laughs> hey look at 16 with my minus one <laughs> uh you hear the roaring as well um and the roaring i assume is not from the sphinxy sphinx no the sphinx says you need to leave now Oh, dragons are coming. What are you doing here? E- Ewan is Go pulling away. Ewan is pulling out the sails and the, and like these boards. Is there anything else left in this ashes? Or is it just ruins? I mean, it's pretty ruined. Okay. Um, I mean, I hope I'm set them up faster. You would maybe think to since you rolled pretty well, um, you would think to maybe check the the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There would be under some rubble. You, there would be some large water canteens, and you would refill all of your waters with it. Okay. What about the infirmary or whatever? Is there was there one? The infirmary and the locker room area was kind of like one space, mm-hmm. and it's all burned down. You guys hear beating of wings, and this massive green dragon kind of lands in some of the ashes at the back of the temple. How far away? 50, 60 feet. All right, let's go. Let's go. It it roars at you, and it's loud. (laughs) Let's tempt to flee. What's (laughs) What's the situation with the sails? The sphinx sings. And the dragon... Kind of holds still for a moment, and then turns around, and then starts to fly away, takes off. I ask the Sphinx if she has a name. And she turns and flies off as well. Ewan, he pulls out the boards and says, well, there are five of them and one glider. And he, like, pulls it out and it, like, clicks into place. It's like a Da Vinci-looking glider. There's a glider? Hmm. Yeah, so there's one glider and there's five kite-surfing boards. Anyone know how to use a glider? Well, we still have to deal with Jane. How big are the sandboards? Are they big enough for two people, or is it just a single person? No, they're really big enough for one person. They attach your feet. They're little curved boards. It's kite surfing. <laughs> I really wanted the kite surf. So Ewan goes, well, first we need to decide on where we're going. We go to the coastal city, to the east, Firelight, or we go south to White Hills. Well, we can all... Like, some of us could split up. <laughs> no, we're not splitting the party. Sorry, DM rule. You don't want to, we're not, you we're don't not. want to split the NPCs? I'll, I'll maybe split the NPCs, but I want That's you guys to decide. That's sure. what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that out loud, but I yes, mean, I was going to make the NPCs go away. Yes. Which direction did Atel go? Um, Atel, she, that was the orc woman. To the south, I remember, yes. uh, From a couple of episodes ago. She went to the south with the other students toward White Hills. I think we should go to meet her there. Yeah, why don't we go meet her and the other ones, including Kosa, do you have anything to say about Yeah, I was waiting for them to... Or Xander? Um, I say let's go to Firelight. It's closer. Ewan goes, why? 
Why would we? Why? Well, we need to stabilize Jane. Both cities could do that. Right. But how long do you think Jane will be able to last like this? He looks over at her, and it looks like she's breathing heavily. I'm not sure. What's the, So what's the closest city? Firelight to the east, the coastal city. It's slightly closer. Well, then tell... Why don't they go that way, and we'll go meet the orc woman in the south. If we do go to the eastern city, to the coastal city, I can definitely secure us passage on a ship. So that might be more useful in the long run as well. The Dragon Club, they sort of said there were other portals. And we need to find out about that. And I know that Master Sor had at least one sibling. Yeah, well, I vote south. That's my that's my vote. All right. Let's, let's do that. I say we should still go to Firelight. Because if there are other portals and we're able to get some information over there, we are potentially going to need to travel rather quickly to other places. And a ship passage would be rather nice for traveling. Ewan goes, that's a, that's a really good point. You know, at this point, I'm done making decisions, Ewan says. Either way, I, I'll tell you what. Wherever you guys are going to go, um, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to take the glider and take Jane on the glider. I'll go get help. Where are you guys going? Well, we all don't need to go to the same city. We can always, like, share information later. Okay, then I'll go south. The difference in time, I don't think will matter that much. Because of that health potion you used really did help. She's welcome. I really didn't want to save it for myself. <laughs> so where are you guys going? Let's go to the north. You guys are going... No, it's to the east. You guys are going to... East. Firelight, my, my then? My vote is Firelight. Then let's go. Yeah, my vote, is, my vote is still south, but I don't care. Whatever. It's whatever the majority is going to be. Well, you're part of the majority. Right. It's it's, it's split. Like, I mean, it's a four-way... It's a four-man group at this point. That's voting. Kosif, where did you want to go? I wanted to head east. And Aziza? Yeah, east. Let's go. All right. Ewan wraps up the best he can with... You know, whatever rope he's got and ties Jane to the the glider. Are you sure that's going to work? And he says, I'll, I'll stay in White Hills. If you go there and you need to talk to us, we'll be there. Uh, are you sure that's going to work, tying her to the glider like that? What do you mean? What? Um, yeah, because <laughs> it needs to work on okay. the gameplay. <laughs> deal. He says, okay, well, I'm going to go off toward the cliff so I can get a running start. And he, like, goes off toward down a path. So each of you get a kite and a surfboard. What do you do? We head east. Is there any way we can, like, take the spare one with us? Can we, like, strap it to our back? Not as one piece. Probably one of you could carry an extra sail and one of you could carry an extra board. Sure. I'll take a board. Um, I'd like you to all roll initiative. Wait, what? There better not be a dragon chasing us. Uh, nine. Thirteen. Okay. Aziza, you can think of it first. Oh, then I'm a twelve. Uh, eleven. Aziza, you're the first one to get a hang of it. <laughs> and you kind of catch your massive kite up in the wind. And as it starts to get away from you, you are able to slide along the sand and you start to lift off. Awesome. Closely behind you is Xander and Tam. And Kosef, you're struggling a little bit with it, <sighs> but you... Go up as well. This part of my back's a little bit heavy as I'll, I'll be there in a second. <laughs> and you all are kind of going up this dune. And you realize that once you get to the top of the dune, you will be flying. Is there no other way to get around the dune? Well, I mean, you're like being dragged <laughs> Let's by this go for kite. It. So uh, do we have like extra string to go with the kite? Who took the sail bit? I, I took the sail. Well, okay, I mean, who I mean, took I, the board bit? How, how long? Me. Basically, it, my question is how long is okay. the kite string? Great. And then do I have extra slack? Yeah, it's long. It's like, I mean, it's it's really long. 
It's okay. it's maybe fifty feet. Okay, so do I have extra slack that I'm able to give the kite? Yeah, totally. You're able to like turn and twist it and steer for sure. Okay. So I'm going to give my kite a little bit more slack so it doesn't quite catch the wind. Okay. Um, so you slow down a little bit. And before we start into our kite surfing, let's take a break. Hello. This is your DM Grant from the future. And I just want to say I'm very excited. We have so many great episodes coming your way. And we've recorded and we're excited to share them. And I just... Gotta keep editing. Uh, it's it's hard to edit, but you know what? Um, that's okay. I'm not gonna keep you here forever. I just want to say thank you for continuing to listen to this. Uh, nobody cares but us, but it, it's fun, and I'm glad you're coming along for the ride. And uh, I would like you to, if if you feel like it, go to Patreon.com/CauldronJukes and throw us a few bucks. Give us your money because it helps us keep going. It helps pay for the show and. It would just be so cool. Really, really soon, uh, we're going to have up more on the website, including a map that shows uh, where everybody has traveled through so far, uh, which episodes happen where, and also uh, some other neat stuff. So just uh, go go check that out when you have a chance. It might be up, it might not, but I'm going to work hard on that, and we're going to make the Patreon a little more fancy. Other than that... I have nothing else to say, and you can go and enjoy the rest of this episode. There's a little uh, one last break, short few second break at the end, near the end, and then a a quick sum up before the next episode. And the next few episodes are going to be single session player episodes, so we'll have four of those after this episode, then episode five, and then one more single session, and then episode six is when all of the players finally come together, and I'm so excited to share that with you. I can't wait. Okay, um, goodbye. I've wasted enough time. Goodbye. You slow down, Xander, and you slide behind Kosov. Aziza, you lift off the top of the dune, and you see desert in front of you. The wind really catches you, and you start going. You start doing surfing. Next is Tam. You hit it off. You go off a sweet jump. Cowabunga! Yeah. Kosev, you finally go off the dune too, and you see them up ahead, and you figure it out. Don't leave me behind. And then last is Xander, who <laughs> comes up behind you, taking it a little bit easier, which I'll give him advantage on his next roll for. And the wind picks up. It's pretty loud, but you guys are able to start moving, and you're moving fast. So it won't take us as long to get to the city? No, not nearly as long. It was just like a Razorback dude. Xander, make a perception check. There's a dragon. There's a dragon. Uh, no, you'll get your advantage <laughs> on your next physical move. Oh, I got it. Oh, uh, that's going to be an 11. You don't really hear anything except the wind, and you're content just practicing and getting used to it. Kosev, make a perception check. Xander gonna disappear from behind me. Oh, nat 20. Nat 20? Yeah. Besides the wind, you hear chirping? Growling? Do those sound similar like that? It's kind of between those. Can you please demonstrate? Yeah, can you, can you show us how the chirp, <laughs> how the chirp growl works? Oh boy. I mean, it's my job as DM to do my best to do all the voices for all the characters. Can I look for the source? Kosev, you you look to behind you to your left, 
and you kind of see three big green birds. Except they're not birds. Are they dragons? Yeah, they're dragons. And okay. You saw them. Do you... I scream, dragons! Go as fast <laughs> as you can! <laughs> Y'all look back and you guys also hear the screeching. They look like young dragons out for a hunt. Oh boy. <laughs> you guys go past a particularly big dune and slide down it. And there's like a salt flat. And it's like a big dried up lake, totally flat. And you're all being pulled along. Uh, it looks awesome. As there's like salt spraying out from behind your boards. The wind's in your hair. If you have a cloak, anything cloak-like, it's totally flowing back behind you. Xander, behind you, the chirping is loud. And you look back and there's a green young dragon behind you. And it roars at you. Maybe these dragons are friendly. Green breath sprays from its mouth, Ew. and it's like spotted with uh, like brown. What is your AC? Uh, it is light, 15. Make a dexterity saving throw. Please be good. Shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Second uh, one of the night. Oh, wait. Is this a physical? <laughs> this is a physical thing, isn't it? Yeah, you can, you can oh, get advantage on goodness. it. <laughs> thank goodness I have advantage on this. I like that you remember that. Grant totally would have knocked. <laughs> oh, thank goodness that is different. Twenty-two, in with my dexterity. Bonus. You see, you see it coming, and instead of having your body be in the way, you're able to angle the kite, and the breath kind of the last bit of it, it it stops being green at the end, and you can see it just be like kind of a, like a white mist, and it hits your sail, and it flings you forward. So. Aziza. It sped me up, as in like... It sped you up, yeah. Okay, exactly. not like I'm not stumbling. Like it sped you up. End. Right. From the side, Tam, a green dragon approaches you. All right. I'll draw my battle axe from my holster thingy. Okay, I'll let you make a swing first. And uh, I'll make a swing. Preemptively strike him. Preemptive. That's me. <laughs> might so be, 18. Might be plus 7. Okay, yeah. and then... So okay, so I you, hit it? Yeah, you, you lash out with your axe. While I'm flying around. Yeah, and it's like... It tips backwards and you catch it under the underbelly. Nice. Go ahead and roll for damage. So, 5. Okay, you do 5 to it. Nice. And it screeches out. And then wow. Aziza, behind you, you hear that chirping again. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 9. You get hit with a blast of putrid, poisonous air. And it kills you. It, hits you, it hits you for... What's your health? <laughs> uh, yeah, your health is 13. You take uh, 11 points of damage. Oh, yikes. Oh, shit. It burns. It's way hotter like, than the sun. Oh, way hotter than the sun. You guys are coming up towards uh, what looks like a like rocky dune. I would like Xander to make a strength saving throw. Wah, wah, that's going to be a four altogether. Jeez, dude. Okay, so you you <clears throat> hit into the rock too hard, and you take two points of damage. Okay, that's <laughs> exciting. That's like a third of your health. <laughs> dude, I lost almost all my health. Aziza, you make a strength saving throw when you hit these rock dunes. Oh, natural one. Yikes. Total failure. Uh, and you take one point of damage. She failed. I mean, how do you want... All right, uh, make a... I guess I could... It could knock me out, I guess. How about this? It's. It might knock off your board. Make a dexterity saving throw to see if you lose your board. 
god. You complained about the one. Okay. Xander complained 20. about the one. Natural 20. Okay. All right. So you are, you like, it hurts and it's still one damage. It just like twists your ankle and you almost lose your board, but you hang on to it as you go up these rocky dunes. Kosif, make a strength saving throw. Making it. Uh, crap. 11. Okay, you're no, you're okay. You you hit the you hit the rocky dune and you hit it smoothly Whew. and you're sliding up the these rocks. It's a good thing that's my best bonus. Make a strength saving <laughs> throw, Tam. Okay, that's a sixteen. You're also able to slide up these rocks just fine with your dwarvish uh, uh, structure. You're just able to take it. It's no big deal. No big deal. You guys slide up these rocks <laughs> and a gust of wind hits you and you go sailing up into the air. Aziza, one of the dragons, comes up from under you and flips over and slashes out at you. Ooh, okay. It just barely misses. You don't even know how how close it was. Its talons come up under you and you are able to uh, adjust the kite at the last second and and get pulled out of the way. Thank God. Kosif, a dragon flies up over to you and does its stinky (laughs) fire breath at you. I dodge it. Make a deck. Well, let's see. It makes a dexterity saving throw. I do like a 360 and jump out of the way. Dex 13. You're able to move out of the way of this nasty looking green mist and you're all right. Yes. Xander, you can make an attack roll on a dragon as it goes by you. As it goes by me? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm actually interested in finding something. Oh, I'm up in the air though, right? Yep. Okay. You're way up high in the air. Way up high in the air. I am going to make an attack roll. Okay. Um, with your rapier? Yes, with my rapier. No, yep. You rolled the right. You're rolling the right oh, thing. There. Okay. To see if it connects, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that is going to be a net, or that's an eighteen. Okay. Roll for damage. That is going to deal eleven. Uh, so you get in between its scales and its ribs. And your your rapier goes way deeper than you expected, and you connect with something deep down in it, and it screams out like the wind has been knocked out of it. And as you pull your rapier away, this dragon plummets into this rocky, these rocky. Okay, but dunes. I still have my rapier. It didn't drag me down with it. No, no, no. You were able to slide it out, and uh, this dragon goes tumbling down toward the rocks. Aziza. The dragon near you, you can make an attack roll on it. Okay, if we you know they like. have about 11 health. Well, I I have one health. <laughs> I just checked my inventory, and I have a potion of healing. So can I take that? I'm going to say you're going to need to make an easy dex check to make sure you don't drop it. <sighs> what is it? It's the natural one. Oh, no. Okay, okay, you do <laughs> you do that thing. Okay, so you like... Here's well, what you do. Hit the other here's dragon. how this works. You, you like, put your arm, because, like, usually you hold onto these kite handles with your hands, right? You put one of your arms in it, you put it into the crook of your elbow, and you, like, reach around to get into your pack, and you pull out the potion, and you do that thing that where, like, it bounces between your hands, like, eight times, dunk, 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 as you, like, try not to drop it, and you reach out and tip, and you, like, knock the cork off the top, and it goes flying, spilling out into the void beneath oh, you. No. I would like you to make a embarrassment check. Christmas <laughs> check. <laughs> Thanks for that, man. Thanks. Make a dexterity or strength saving throw. I'll let you pick to hold on to your kite. <laughs> Four. You're having a bad. You're having a bad day. I'm having a terrible day. Okay. Okay. So I only have one health. <laughs> I'm gonna die. 
this kite slips out. Uh, it's too. The, it hits a gust of wind too strongly. It breaks out of your arm, and you catch it by your fingertips. Tam, make an acrobatics check. And I'm going to give you an advantage on your acrobatics check, because if you want to use your circus knowledge. You can roll advantage. You pick the better one. One, or I pick the better one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second. Tam comes up beside you, Aziza, and very lucky for you, Tam has been in the circus and knows how to grab on to things that are swinging around. Grabs on to yours and gets it back into your hands, and you don't lose the kite. And then, Tam, you're able to attack uh, the uh, dragon. Yes. It comes up near you again. Make an attack roll. I think it's 15, right? <laughs> you hit. You hit. Yeah, I saw okay, your roll. Great. All right. Great. Hold on to everything. Okay, I hit it for five. All right. You slam into that same one you hit earlier for five. It looks miserable. Well, good. I have not attacked any of them. Can I swing around and try and finish it off? Absolutely, you can. Go for it, Kosa. Swinging my sword. Nine. Yeah, it, it, it's easy coming. It's very weary at this point and backs out of the way, just catches a drift as it slides in the air away. Fair enough. I'm just really focused on, you know, my kite, and so was, uh, wasn't really focused on the attack. Kosif, make a strength check or a dex check, your choice. Definitely strength. So we'll go, yeah, acrobatics check, actually. No, sorry, athletics. I'm sorry, athletics check. Oh my gosh, make up your mind, sir. It is 18 with athletics. You can't change a it again on me. gust of wind pulls you down and threatens to wrench the kite from your grip. And you're able to use it to your advantage to pull way ahead of everybody. Oh, bye guys. And you head down back towards uh, sand. It's now sandy beneath you guys. Okay, so are we back on the ground? You're getting near it. Yeah, you're, you're about to land. Could And in fact, Xander, make a dexterity saving throw to see if you can land in the sand okay. Yeah, you, you do a trick. What trick do you do? I <laughs> do a kickflip. Uh, your board is attached to your feet. I still do a kickflip. Somehow, <laughs> you still do a kickflip. <laughs> Aziza, you're coming down hard and fast. Make a deck saving throw. It's not too bad. You think if you get the right angle, you can do it okay. Uh, that's 11. Okay, you make it down on the sand. It's not smooth or cool, but you'd make it. <laughs> I'm at one health. That's the best I can do right now, okay? Tam, above you, the other dragon that you wounded took off and was like, nah, screw this. Like, this thing's nasty. But the other one is angry at you and blows its nasty uh, morning breath at you. Grass. Make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 13. Okay. Um, so you save and you, it misses you, but it hits your kite. Oh. And it pokes some holes in your kite and you kind of have less of... A little less control over it. So I'm going to give you disadvantage on your next roll for the kite. Aziza, you can make an attack roll if you'd like. I think I'd like to cast then. I will cast Chromatic Orb. So you make this four inch sphere of energy into your hand. And what kind of uh, damage do you want to pick? Acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder? Um, I don't really know. It's the opposite of poison. But I kind of have a fire affinity, so let's go with that. Okay, yeah, you you hit it. Um, you hit it with this nasty-looking compact energy of fire. Uh, 16. Okay, 
So this orb goes through its wing and shoulder and out the other side. Nice. It doesn't even cry out. It just goes limp and spins down because one of the one of its wings is still out. And it spins down uh, away into the sand and you don't see it anymore. You so you guys solved my tiny dragon puzzle. So you guys successfully uh, made it through the desert. You're able to, after just maybe a half hour to an hour, get used to these kites and fly your way over east. Um, and eventually you crest these uh, large hills. They're not quite mountains, but they're, they're tall. And beneath you, you see the city of Firelight. And it's a sprawling city. There are ports, and when you crest the hill, you smell sea salt, and it's so refreshing, and it's cool on your face, and you're finally through the desert. Hey, this is your DM Grant. Just jumping in really quick from the future to say that there's a little bit here at the end that we recorded uh, much later, but it happens immediately after they get to Firelight. If you listen to that before episode 5, you'll be pretty much caught up. And then, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the next one. The four of you come down this hill and you see this beautiful sprawling city before you. It isn't long before you fold up your kites, your individual kites, which you should probably add to your inventory. All right. I, honestly, I don't remember. That was many days and days ago. Not in the story world. So one of them has holes. Okay, so you guys uh, go in and the guards at the gate are pretty nonchalant. The gates are open. It's still daytime. And you guys go into this beautiful city and it's pretty big. And... I think at this point, you guys all agree to kind of go do your own thing. And mostly because you guys will all have your own individual sessions with me where you do stuff. So we're, we're going to play out that, that conversation. And you guys are all together in the market, kind of like, what, what do we do next? Well, this was fun. I am going to catch you guys later. <laughs> Wait! No! Hang on, hang on there. <laughs> On there. Where's the gem? Where's where's that gem hanging out? What gem are you talking about? The gem that's making a giant hole in your pocket. Unless that's you know you're just happy to hang out with us. I'm very happy to hang out with all y'all. Yeah, I definitely think you should hand it over. And if I don't? Well, there's three of us, so we do kind of have to take that into consideration, don't we? You you've got a got valid point. And you do only have, like, nine health, so... <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Are you saying I that looks sickly? <laughs> you look a little... You got some disease Pale. or it's something, like, or who knows? Sickly. You know, whatever's your business. It's a birth defect. <laughs> <laughs> I take the gym that throw as hard as I can at the dwarf. For real? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to, you just like... Your I really want to throw the gym at the dwarf. Maybe you push it to the, his hands forcefully. I'll take the gym out of my pants, that... Looks like it's all right. So, <laughs> snatch it, so snatch it away. So, <laughs> specifically, you are taking it. Yeah, I am taking it. Aziza, make a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, six. How far are you from Tam? I should be standing right next to Tam. 
You feel an irresistible urge to snatch it out of Tam's hand, and you lunge for it. Tam, make a dexterity saving oh, throw. Oh, what? Whoa, Aziza. The precious. Got me a new shoe. Aziza, make an opposed roll. Okay, so that's 12. 13. I only got a 3. So she lunges for it, and you pull it out of the way. I gracefully leap away, because I'm an acrobat. The hell came over me. Uh, what, what's going, what, what are you, what are you doing there? I don't know! It, it flashed silver light inside of this purple gem when you looked at it, Aziza, and you, you couldn't help yourself. You, you needed it in that moment. I have a, I have a bad feeling about this gem. Tam, I think you should keep it. Are you you gonna put it away? Well, yes. Yes, put the gem away. And And I put it, like, not touching my body, so, like, into, like, a bag or something. Sure, yeah, you have a bag. Yeah, not, like... Yeah. Okay. You wrap it up and in wrap, I don't some wear old it around cloth. my heart or something. Sure. The necklace. You wrap it up in some old cloth and put it in your bag. How big is this gem, by the way? Is it like hand it, size? It's like a little bit bigger than a baseball. That's a big gem. Yeah. What yeah. is it made out of? Do we know? Are you going to pull it out and examine it right now? Well, no, because we're in the middle of this busy ass right. so I think no. Okay. So why don't you do that later when we do our single session? That sounds good. So you guys go off and do your own thing. You heard the man. The players go off and do their own things. You can listen to those episodes up next, or you can skip on to episode 5. I don't really care either way, honestly. See you next time.